what a gracious king. He even allows Americans into the kingdom. That's great grace, trust me. We're probably the most undeserving people in the entire world. Ah, oh, it's true. All the goats and calves have been marked for the slaughter, and we're not mad at you. That's the supernatural omnipotence of love, the slaughterhouse of his sacrifice. It gets right through your forehead, which is the gate of your bodies. It enters the mansions of your souls, and it kills everything, because he's the jealous king of Israel. And he's wearing his full battle armor, He's riding the white horse, and he comes with myriads upon myriads of angels and kings, and one or two little queens, so you can be happy about that. Whatever. What a glorious day of seven horns. You know what the seven horns are? I've been meditating on Revelation chapter 5, verse 6 in the spirit of my renewed mind for about six months. Getting so freaking high that crackheads got nothing on this. Honestly, seraphim got nothing on this. King David has nothing on this. The Apostle Paul has nothing on this. I tell you the truth. We go from glory to glory. Every generation by the Spirit of the Lord. That's the New Covenant, and the Old Covenant is over. And the New Covenant, the time of the Gentiles, is over. You're in the day of the return of the King of Israel, and His rewards are with Him. It's bad news for most Gentile Christians. Very bad news, I tell you the truth, because you're honestly a bunch of whores. Now, if you repent, maybe you'll get some rewards. If you don't, I guarantee you will die. You will die terrible, horrific deaths. That's a guarantee on the blood of the Lamb because no people group have trampled His blood underfoot more than Gentile Christians, even the charismatic church. And He's not mad. He's not mad. It's just justice. It's like when His throne shows up, it's righteousness and justice are the foundations of His throne of grace. And it's like all your weird Christian teachings just go poof. And it's like, oh my God, everyone I watched on God TV is a liar. They've been lying to me. Joseph Prince is a liar. So many liars. Your prophets, your apostles, are almost all liars. Your swindlers, these charismatic salesmen, are liars. These people that sell conferences and corral you people into their conferences are liars. And I'm not even mad at them. It's just that's the base of the throne justice. I mean, that's the very, very bottom of the kingdom of heaven, not even entry. That's like the kingdom just showed up and all of these goat salesmen in the charismatic church are dead. 
Oh my God, they're dead. The father said to me, I have marked every goat and every calf for slaughter. You're like, oh no, we're gonna die. Yes, you are gonna die. You don't live until you die, it is written. Because almost all of you are such cowards that you have not even been, been crucified with Christ. And I say that out of love, I'm not mad at you. Most of you are such cowards that you haven't even begun in the kingdom. Most of you. And that's why there's still so much goat in there. And they're so easily offended by even basic righteousness in the kingdom of glory. Like the most basic elementary stuff of freedom and glory and heavenly kingdom stuff is a stumbling block to these goat Christians of the charismatic church. And that's exactly what they are. Goat Christians of the charismatic zoo. It's not a good thing. It, it actually carries the throne of Satan on earth. I tell you the truth, I'm not happy about it. You know, you think I like bringing bad news so that all everyone can leave and go away and, you know, just <laughs> leave Red Letter Ministries. Do you think I like cutting you down? I like telling the truth so you can be real disciples and the truth will set you free. This is all, thus saith the Lord, every single word. Like every Joel's bar for years and years and years. It's the spirit of prophecy. I mean, it's just, that's what happens when you're crucified with Christ. He comes through and you are not even there anymore. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit. A basic Christian. A basic Christian. That's not even advanced stuff. That's like beginning in the kingdom, passing through the eye of the needle, the camel in the cargo die in Egypt, the sands of time, and you pass into the kingdom of His righteousness and you begin growing your spirit. Almost all the charismatic church hasn't even begun in the kingdom. They talk about the kingdom. They talk about it. A lot of teaching, you know, a lot of conferences, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of busy, busy bodies, but there's no actual spirituality and their spirits growing, taking over their brains. There's no real crucifixion with Christ. There's no real discipleship of cities. There's no real discipleship of nations. It's all still just charismatic churchianity. And at worst, it's potent sorcery, I tell you the truth. Most of what you're paying money for in the MP3s and the conferences, you're actually filling your souls, I tell you the truth, with potent sorcery. And that's why when they come in to real kingdom righteousness, the river of life outside the pyramids of man's church systems, they freak out. Oh my God, they freak out. You just exposed my whole life is a pyramid lie. And it is. Everything of the flesh is a pyramid and a lie. And you got to deal with it. You got to look the goat, Lucifer in the eyes, you know, the one who's deceived you in charismatic religion. And you got to just say, get stuffed, you know. Go to hell. Get behind me, Satan. I'm going to get in this river. I'm going to become a real Christian. I'm going to grow my spirit to be bigger than my meatball brain. I'm going to put on the full armor of God. I'm going to march in the army of the Lord. And then they're going to know we're Christians by the most powerful supernatural ability 
love. Oh my god, really it doesn't sound very loving all the things you're saying. This is what love actually sounds like. It's the sword of the spirit that circumcises your minds so you can actually grow spiritually. Most pastors are brown nosers and they're just nice to you because they only want your money. We could care less about anything except the development of your spirits and that's all we do because that's the only thing that matters. Nothing else works. Your eternal spirits will grow, otherwise you will all die and go to hell. So, what do you want? Truth anyhow. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Amplified. Yikes. 1 Corinthians 12, Amplified. Now about the spiritual gifts, the special endowments of supernatural energy, the special endowments of supernatural energy. Say supernatural energy. Supernatural. Amen. But earnestly desire and zealously cultivate the greatest and best gifts and graces, the higher gifts, and the choicest graces. And yet I will show you a still more excellent way one that is better by far, and the highest of them all, love. <laughs> Woo! So you're telling me, all the signs and wonders, all the miracles and powers, everything of the kingdom of the Lord God Almighty, because we're so powerful and, you know, We've gotten over our little fears. <laughs> we, got, we know we serve the great King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We're experiencing that supernatural energy. And you're telling me, more than anything else in heaven and earth, the most powerful supernatural ability is love? That's exactly what I'm telling you. Gee, gee whiz. That must not be the niceness that Sister Sally practices because she's been through ten boys in the charismatic church. And they all just beat her up, treat her like crap. She sure looks weak, thrown around like a rag doll. I mean, seriously, are you telling me love is the most powerful thing? Yes, but it's not human love. It's not niceness. It's not gentleness. It's not the kindness. It's not even your honor systems and a culture of honor. It's really not like any of that at all. It's the third heaven love of the slain lamb. It's literally seven horns. And when you see horns, don't think, you know, satanic death metal. Because you know those people are going to hell. <laughs> don't think those kind of horns think Samuel's horn of oil on King David's head think Samuel's horn of oil seven horns of love that's the golden oil and Zechariah says we're the sons of golden oil that golden oil is the love of the father and it's pouring through my head, this anointing of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, the King of Israel. And it's incredible stuff. I mean, I'll walk with Jews. I'll walk with, you know, people from the Middle East that 
hate Jews typically, but for some reason, they love me. And they talk with me. And the whole time they're sitting with me, you know, people from Egypt and people from Iran that should normally want to murder me, they sit there, look at me, and laugh the whole time in the joy of these seven horns. I said, this is a sign and wonder. This is a sign and wonder. Love. The most powerful thing. And love, you know, you guys is seven horns. And in the past, I've seen seven horns like jabbing through people like some kind of anime cartoon that just puts spikes through their flesh. And you know, that's the beginning of love. You know, that's kind of true. There is some times where you need to crucify these people, obviously. Just hang them on a pole to death. But, that's not what I'm seeing lately. Yesterday there was a golden oil cloud in here and it was literally physically cloudy. And that's the seven horns of this love of the golden oil, Zechariah, the sons of golden oil, the sons of God, that have all the Father's essence and supernatural energy pouring through their souls. And they're one with the olive tree. They're literally a walking, talking, breathing tree of life in the garden with cherubim and flashing sword. <sighs> flashing sword. That's the leader of the walking treant army. It's Jesus Christ, the Word of God. And by the Word of God only are you engrafted heart and mind into the olive tree. And how does oil come out of the olive tree in the olive garden? Not Gethsemane. Pressure. Great tribulation. Oil. Have you guys been experiencing some pressure on your heads? A little bit? No. Tremendous amounts because you come out of the great tribulation. The great pressure. Because that's the only way we could ever get golden oil out of any of you, trust me, even me. And I'm so thankful for the great pressure and the tremendous tribulation upon my soul to press the spirit of grace in me to full spiritual stature to produce those seven horns of golden oil through my soul to pour out perfect love on every nation, tribe, and tongue today. So that's what we're shooting for. That's called the full spiritual stature, true sonship, walking as the king of Israel. You know, you want to be a great leader. You want to transform cities and nations. I just told you how. Let the pressure come upon you so strong that it produces the greatest oil of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, through your hearts and minds. You're welcome for that. If you'd like to cheerfully give in to that, you can donate at redletterman.com. We love you guys. Be blessed. Tomorrow will be the last Joel's Bar until Saturday because Thursday we have Thanksgiving at my mom's, Friday Thanksgiving at Penny's mom's. So tomorrow get ready for it. It'll be a big one. Last one for two days. We love you guys. Be blessed. Have a great night.